You are listening to The Arrived Podcast, episode number 12. Hey, gents, this is Bethany Reed Peterson of Atelier Reed, and you are listening to Arrived, the podcast dedicated to helping single guys bring their A-game home. In the show, we're going to deep dive and get real on how you guys can better host your mates, impress your dates, and crush your goals, all by making simple changes to your space and your habits. So if you want to come home knowing you've arrived, join me. Are you ready, gents? Let's do this. Hey, gents. We are well and truly into January. My least favorite month of the year. The holiday parties have passed. Everyone's back at work. And those goals that we've made, those heady goals that we made in December at the end of the year, they are just staring back at us going, what you gonna do about it? And now that that luster has worn off, what are you doing about it? Because now we are back in the grind, my friends. And it is all good. It is all good to be in the grind because you know what? This is exactly where you want to be. We are now in the thick of actually taking the steps to make them happen, right? You are, right? I know you are. So sometimes on my Instagram stories, I do an AMA and ask me anything. If you've not hit me up on Insta yet, go follow me. I'm at Atelier Reed, just like the studio. And you guys can ask me a question there. You can also DM me and ask me a question via DM if you're a bit too shy to answer an AMA. And sometimes I think your questions are so apropos of what this show is about that I will actually feature them on the podcast. And that's what we're going to do today. And the reason I like to do that is that chances are if one of you guys has a question about something revolving around your space or your habits or your goal setting or your mindsets or all the fun things we chat about on the show, chances are a lot of you guys do. So on this particular occasion, I pitched a question around home goals for 2020. And I got a lot of really fun home goal responses back. But a lovely gentleman wrote me back and he had said that one of his goals was to figure out how to best approach creating a vision board. How do I incorporate a vision board into my space, one that I can see every day? For anyone who does not know what vision boarding is or what a vision board is, effectively what it is, is it's a practice of putting imagery on your wall, in your space, putting it up so that you can see that image every single day of a goal that you want or like a thing that you want. So it could be a car. You could put an image up of a car. You could put up an image of a beautiful woman or a beautiful man or like a gorgeous house. And the theory so goes that by seeing these images every day, you're more likely to accomplish your goals than, than people who simply just talk about the goal and don't actually fuse a visual element into their goal setting practice. I love this question. I love this question because it draws on so many themes of what the show is about. And naturally, as a designer, of course, I'm going to throw on my added layer on that. And I'm also going, yes, but how do we also make it look aesthetically beautiful in that process? So I considered this vision board question for a while. And I feel like my my mind is very dichotomous. There's one part of me that is all about 
this kind of like new age, self-development, hippie kind of stuff. Like I love vision boards. I think they're so great. And then there's this other like really super analytical side of my brain that is going, where's the proof? Where is that researched body of evidence that shows that vision boards actually do work here? Let's find some research that's not simply anecdotal that we can bring to the show that we can bring to listenership and maybe once and for all I if nothing else can clear up in my dichotomous brain how I feel about what I guess apparently (laughs) has been a very controversial topic amongst myself for however long so today whether you love them or 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 you think they're like a bunch of baloney we are gonna chat about vision casting and how you can effectively use vision boards, although you're going to find out soon, I'm not going to call them vision boards for too much longer. We're going, they're going to adopt a different name. You can use this application, shall we say, in your own space to help you take the steps that you need to take to achieve your goals. And because I appreciate talking about this without any visuals to accompany the show is a little bit complicated. I've created for you guys a quick downloadable, which is going to be super helpful for you guys when it comes to actually putting this practice into play in your own home. It's going to make a lot more sense when you see the guide. So go download it. It's totally free. It's at my website at atelierreed.com slash vision. So let me tell you as an ex-academic, how I arrived at why I think this is actually worth chatting with you about today. I did what we all do when we're searching for true and meaningful, completely factually accurate research. I wandered around the internet for a while. I watched a few TEDx videos, and I even read an article in Inc. Magazine about how vision boarding can actually decrease the likelihood that you'll achieve your goals. So I will get to that article later on. Naturally, my findings, as you might suspect, did not yield evidence that I was hoping I would find. (laughs) And I was about to give up. But then I found something interesting. I stumbled upon the work of one Dr. Tara Swart, who is a British neuroscientist and psychiatrist turned executive coach and senior lecturer at MIT's Sloan School of Management. Dr. Swart is the real deal. This woman works with top executives from everywhere from KPMG to the BBC. And a great deal of her research and her body of work actually asks this very question. How does the brain function when we consider the law of attraction, when we think about things like vision boards, or when we imagine ourselves in that state of achievement? What is that cognitive brain function that occurs that actually might give credence to this theory of a law of attraction? What I think about, I so attract into my world. Really fascinating stuff. So I don't want to go too much into the specifics of all of of her findings. She has a fantastic book out right now called The Source, The Secrets of the Universe, The Science of the Brain, which I'm going to put in the show notes for anyone in case you want to go a little bit further and read her research. 
because I, I think that this this is actually worth some study. But I'm going to, of course, give you guys the top line findings, which I think are really interesting. Dr. Swart's findings indicate that there are actually neuroprocesses that occur when we review our carefully crafted vision boards. One such process is called value tagging, and value tagging occurs on a subconscious level. Now, according to Swartz's research, the brain assesses a higher value and importance to images it sees on the regular versus, say, a simple black and white to-do list, right, where it's literally just a list of words and there's the things we know we got to do. When we see imagery, our brains prioritize these as goals. And and seeing this imagery helps our brains look for outlets and people and opportunities to go about achieving those goals that we hold in place. So she indicates that having your vision and action imagery, and I'm going to you're going to start to see where this is going to go. So we're going to incorporate the word action here. Having your action imagery in a frequently used area of your home, such as your bedroom or in your closet, some place that you're going every single day consistently, really truly does help cement in your brain the desire to take more productive action and seek out opportunities that will help you achieve those goals. What's more, and I find this really fascinating, what's more, if you review your imagery before you go to sleep, you will imprint, your brain will imprint the importance and priority of these goals even further into your psyche, she says. And this is due to our brain's natural process called hypnagogia. What that actually means is it's a transition between wakefulness, lucidity, and eventually that sleep state. By viewing this imagery before we go to sleep, we can manipulate or take advantage of of that mental state there, which is a little bit more elastic, right? So like fun, amazing, magical things happen when you sleep. We all know this. And by looking at these images before we go to sleep, we can actually further cement them into our psyche and, and if we choose to, take action on them. Swart makes the important distinction that visualizing what it feels like to have already achieved the goals on your vision board is really a powerful tool and a powerful mechanism to get your brain in the mindset of achieving the goal. This is because, according to her, the brain makes little distinction between an acutely imagined image or vision and the actual goal coming into fruition in your real life. That's pretty powerful stuff. Just feeling the feeling of what it's going to be like when you've attained that goal, your brain can't always tell the difference. However, and this is a big however, what is important to, to create the distinction on here is that simply viewing our boards and viewing our imagery isn't actually cognitively enough to trick your brain, if you will, into taking the required action steps to arrive at your goals. Coupled with that beautiful imagery of your goal achieved or the status car that you want or that cabin porn home is the necessity to also visualize or plan out the action steps that you're going to need to take every day to get there. So remember when we were talking about episode nine and I said having these big goals is amazing. 
But just remember that it's the little tiny action steps that you take every single day consistently that's going to get you there. But so this is why a lot of the time, you know, you you hear these anecdotes about, let's say, NBA players or Olympic athletes who routinely visualize the game that they're playing or they routinely visualize that winning athletic performance in their minds before they actually go out on the court or they go on the ski slopes or whatever it might be, right? Because they're envisioning not just that goal achieved or they're not just envisioning themselves on the podium, although I'm sure that they are, but they're actually envisioning what's that perfect performance going to be? What are those steps that I need to take? How do I envision those steps to get me that big win? So you guys might know this if you're a fan of LeBron James, and he's spoken a lot about how he meditates regularly before games. And he uses visualization techniques, aka action step visualization, to help him perform at his peak. And this is going back to that ink article now. This is also why that ink article that I mentioned earlier indicates that vision boards typically don't work. Because in this person's research, she had found that because simply envisioning an outcome isn't an effective strategy, it's really just daydreaming unless we also formulate that plan of action as to how we're going to get that cabin porn worthy home. And if you care to read this, again, I'll put it in the show notes. This was written by a psychotherapist named Amy Morin. This was that Inc. article that I just mentioned. I hope this helps fuse and cement a little bit of quite a nascent study of all of this. We don't really know much yet about how all this works in our brain. So I want to help you guys create aesthetically beautiful vision boards. Let's take the uh, terminology vision board out and let's call it an action wall. And I want these action walls to seamlessly blend in with the other elements of your space, especially if you are doing the one room living, a studio apartment living at the moment. So I've got a couple of design methodologies here that I'd like to offer up is that I think are going to make it really easy for you guys to design that action wall yourself and actually also help you guys interact with that wall in a way that facilitates your planning, your action taking that goes along with that goal setting. The first design idea that I've got for you guys is is going to be much more like your typical gallery wall. And when I talk about a gallery wall, what I mean is a series of images that are framed on one wall, creating almost like a mini art gallery in your space. If you listened to episode eight of the podcast with Rob McNeil about relocation and the gallery wall, what you can do here is much the same as Rob did, but instead of using items of memorable value of things that have already passed, things that have already happened, you can instead insert imagery of moments that you'd like to have in the future into those picture frames. You can learn from Rob all the mechanics exactly of how he composed the wall and how he created that and organized this gallery. So I'm not going to go into that so much today. But what I like about a gallery wall is that it's a very elegant solution especially if you're in a space where you're starting over or you're not ready to invest a great deal of capital into your home just yet. 
investing instead some time and a little cash into a beautifully framed set of images can really make a huge difference in your space as well as your mindset. This gallery wall of images helps you go from scrappy corkboard to a vignette of clarity. It feels more intentional when you're taking the time and care to frame that imagery. It really does keep those goals in alignment because you're giving it that much more care. You're kind of saying to yourself and you're putting it out there, I care about my goals. I care enough to frame these goals beautifully and hold on to these goals mentally and physically. So I love this idea of a gallery wall. And for anyone just briefly who's thinking, well, I don't even know what kind of imagery to put on my gallery wall. Just it's think about the the things that you want in life. So one of the things that I think as a designer is crucial to creating a beautiful and powerful gallery of imagery is to find images that are beautiful as well as inspirational to you. There are lots of sources of royalty-free and stock images on the web these days. I like Unsplash, I like Shutterstock, and I like Getty images, but also don't discredit magazines for their own sources of inspiration. I mean, we all love beautiful magazine imagery, right? So you can pull magazine imagery for your inspiration for that gallery wall. In fact, creating a uniform grid wall of imagery, let's say you have 24 images up depending upon the size of your wall space. You know, maybe you have four across and six down and it's floor to ceiling and they're all these beautifully framed same size images. Gorgeous, beautiful. If you're working on one key goal, let's say that that one key goal is to buy your perfect cabin porn dream home. You can actually use a gallery style action wall setup to literally frame out not just the goal, which is the home itself, that beautiful image of the home itself, but all the action steps that you're going to take to get there. So let's think about this. Let's like work backwards, right? So what are the, what do you need to do? We know you need to set down, let's say 20% for that down payment. You need to first create, let's say a savings account or some other account to house that money. You need to think about how you're going to raise the capital. How many years is it going to take? Are you going to do it in this one year? Will it require a new job and a new salary? More nights cooking in, et cetera. You need to think about those small steps that it's going to take so that you can raise the capital to buy that dream home. So let's say that in order to get that 20% down payment cash going, you're going to stop eating out so much. And maybe you decide you're going to you're going to eat at home more and you're going to be a great cook and you're going to stop wasting money going out. So your first image on the action wall might be a shot of a guy attending a cooking class, having a great time. It might be you taking an image of yourself in your kitchen cooking something up. It might also be a shot of a lovely home cooked meal. That might be the first image that you put up in your grid action wall, gallery wall setting. For a representation of that 20% down payment, you don't literally need to have a shot of a bank balance. That 20% could be a beautiful graphically designed image of the cash value of the number that you're after. Incidentally, I do this every year myself. I keep a beautiful graphically designed image of the income level that I want to achieve that year. Think a little bit abstractly 
on this. It doesn't necessarily need to be a literal representation. It just has to be a wonderful starting point for you to think about, okay, I want this house. What do I need to do? What are the steps that I need to do to get there? And how can I think about this a little bit more abstractly and creatively? In fact, SWART indicates that incorporating abstract or metaphorical imagery helps our brains think more creatively when subconsciously assessing and seeking out opportunities for us to advance our lifestyle. The next image that you might have after that might be an image of someone or you meeting with an architect or a designer or some sort of representation of that. And perhaps the final and subsequent image could be that home that you're envisioning, right? So of course that's that's an easy one, but you're starting to see already how it's not just simply about slapping that image up on your wall. It's about really thinking about the process and training your brain to think about all the hoops that it's going to have to jump through to get you to that goal. That is a beautiful, powerful, actionable thing because you're literally creating a visual roadmap to get you there. And that is going to be a huge difference between someone that says, I want the dream home and I want the dream home and here's how I'm going to do it. The second option is a picture ledge. Sometimes it's called a, a wall ledge. I call them a picture ledge, but they are, they're just like very narrow little shelves with a little lip that will house picture frames. You can go cheap and cheerful on this. You can get these picture ledges at Ikea, but you can also find some more elevated versions. And recently, I think I saw, I believe it was CB2, they had these really lovely acacia wood options that would be really gorgeous as a series against a dark, inky blue wall. Just some food for thought there, guys. The drawback of a gallery wall, in my estimation, is that it's a bit more static. You can't change the imagery up as readily and easily as you can a picture ledge wall. So a picture ledge wall is actually quite great from that perspective because having that facility to interact with your imagery is important because, again, what we are not doing here is creating a, oh, wouldn't it be nice wall, but instead a, what does my ass need to do every single day and how am I going to commit every single day to get there wall? We're thinking about an action wall. So for example, if you're using a picture ledge wall, what you can do with that is maybe what you're going to focus on one day or one week or one month if you have a number of goals up on that action wall on your picture on your picture ledge. So maybe you, maybe one of the goals is a car, maybe it's your dream home, maybe it's that promotion at work. Maybe for one month you choose to focus on creating the opportunities that you need to get yourself to one of those goals. You can actually take that framed image down from your picture ledge wall, move it into let's say your meditation space or move it over to your dining room table and literally journal and focus on that image and think and reflect on what the steps are going to be to get you there. So that's a really interesting way to look at it too. I love to couple journaling and writing, free writing or goal setting writing along with the imagery that really does fuse in your mind a sense of cohesion of what you need to do to, to align yourself to take that action. The other reason I like a picture ledge is that it allows you to more easily keep some of your personal goals a secret such as the type of person that you view as your ideal partner and who you are actively seeking out. So the backstory on, on this one is that one of the things that I like to ask my clients to do is 
if they are looking for that ideal partner, is to find an image, and it cannot be a celebrity, but to find an image of their ideal partner and keep this image visible in their space. Because this image serves as a reminder, not only of their goal to find that woman or that man of their dreams and to find that love, but also as a reminder that if they want this partner, if they want this caliber of partner, how does their space need to function? How do they need to live? What do they need to be living every single day to attract that kind of person into their world? So while this is an insanely powerful mindset tool and I've seen it work, at the same time, there might also be occasions where you don't want an image of that woman or that man up when you invite that person or another person around for a nightcap, right? It can create a bit of an awkward moment. You might not want to have an image of a Rolls Royce Phantom up and framed because you might not want to take heat from the guys when they come around about why you're dreaming of obtaining a half a million dollar car. And on this, it is sometimes important to shield your goals from the eyes and the ears of people that don't align with you and your big visions. Everyone is, of course, on their own path. And unfortunately, sometimes it means that the people that are closest to us can also sap us of our energy to achieve our goals if they're bringing us down with their small thinking and telling us that we're crazy to want these things. Where I want to leave you guys today is a few things. One, the power of imagery, the power of your goal setting. Putting those two things together can be a powerful elixir to help you get there. However, if and only if you're also taking the action and you're helping your brain function at the best capacity that it can to align yourself to take those action steps to get there. We already know the brain possesses elements of plasticity, and Dr. Tara Swart's extensive research indicates a scientific basis for the power of positive thinking and, what's more, incorporating visualization techniques into everyday practice to help us achieve our goals. One way to do this is to create an action wall. And two ways to create that action wall are one, to do a beautiful gallery of images of that one key goal where you're stepping everything out. And the second is to do a picture ledge of a number of different goals that you're focusing on one at a time. And remember, I have the guide for you that accompanies this episode. You don't need to try to do this all without any type of visual representation, if you will. Just go to atelierreadcom slash vision and you can download the guide. Guys, let me know where you're at with things. I want to know if the idea of vision boards is hokey or whether you're into it. If you've had success with this practice already, let me know. Follow me on Instagram, DM me or book a call. I want to hear from you guys. I love helping you with solutions like this. I'm going to leave it at that. Keep going, guys. I'll speak to you soon. If you are enjoying the Arrived podcast and you think other guys out there will too, I would love nothing more than to get your feedback and for you to please leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can do it from your phone. It's super simple. Just search my show there, subscribe, and click write a review at the bottom in the ratings and review section. For full instructions, you can also go to my website, atelierreed.com slash podcast slash review. I want to hear from you guys, and I want you to tell me more about how I can help you come home feeling like you've arrived. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Arrived. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and your space is feeling a little more like a crash pad than a home, not to worry. I'm here for you, gents. Join me over at atelierreed.com slash arrived to work with me one-to-one on a design action plan to help you bring your A-game home. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-W-R-E-D-E dot com slash arrived. So what are you waiting for? Let's do this. I'll see you next time, guys. Have a great week.